Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Screencast. My name is Nick Scarpino, and I'm joined by the big dog, Kevin Coelho. What's up, dude? And the best person in all of gaming, Blessing Adioye Jr. Blessing Adioye, I never remember what your moniker is. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, like that, that worked. One. Yeah. Okay, I want to adopt like that one. That. There it is done. I forget. I think Tim, uh, what, is Tim Clyde the king of Halloween? What, what, what is your normal? Uh, we'll get it's, to that. I feel like it changed a little. It's like the new face of video games. But like, no, I, like I don't know if I like that one anymore because I've been here for like two and a half years. I feel like I should be like the established face video games at this point. You definitely are. Like, what do they call like like they go? You go from being a rookie to being like what like a like a resident of video games. I don't even know. Video now game here. resident. There you go. Resident like Evil. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, of course. Uh, well, thank you for joining us on Screencast. We are talking about Stranger Things season four, part two. Uh, we're gonna go around the table in just a little bit with some spoiler-free uh, reactions to what this was, and then uh, after I tap my hat, we're gonna go into full spoilers. Uh, but before we do that, of course, hey. Did you guys know? Summer is upon us. We've got this wonderful tropical collection over on kindoffunny.com slash store. We got shirts. We got kind of funny sunglasses. We got all that stuff. So please head over there and check it out if you want some fresh new gear to wear by the pool this summer. And also, in other news for housekeeping, July 10th, Cobb's Comedy Club. I will be there opening for one Ron Funches. And the whole group will probably be there too coming in, hanging out, watching. So if you're in the Bay Area, in the San Francisco area, go over to CobbsComedyClub.com, I believe, or Cobbs, or just Google CobbsComedyClub.com uh, and check it out. Or go to RonFunches.com. He's got tickets available there Is, is well. he the biggest act that you've opened for? Yes, by far. Hell by yeah. By far. Most, most acts that I open for usually are my friends, and then, but I'm usually too drunk to realize how, how poorly they're doing. So this is going to be really fun. I'll stay, I'll stay super sober for this. Uh, and it's going to be super fun to watch Ron Funch's work because he's a badass. And we're very excited That's to hilarious. watch him go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. They've wrapped up the fourth season of Stranger Things. Uh, season four. Two episodes that we watched are Papa. Kevin, how do you feel about that? Papa. 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 <laughs> I like and, it. And piggyback. And together, these episodes were uh, 85 minutes and 150 minutes all so in. S- separately so that's well sorry yeah so i was gonna i was trying to add them up because i thought it was four hours <laughs> yeah. but it's not four hours it's actually it's actually an hour and 15 minutes and two hours and 30 minutes which gives us three hours and 45 minutes close so to almost hours. four hours almost, almost four, four hours. hours they fly by though let me tell you they really do, do kevin they? let's start oh okay so? never mind blessing let's start with you what do you what do you got to say about this bless i i had fun in the season i think it was a good season the last episode was too long like I had to take multiple breaks during that last episode. I was entertained, and I kind of get why why they went for the two and a half hour episode for that last one because mm-hmm. there's like a resolution that lasts for like forty minutes that would not have worked as a as a standalone episode. So I get why they they did it on that hand, but I kind of wish they found a way to to, to divvy it up just because I, I felt like it was too long. But like aside from that, I I did have fun with this. I think part two really wrapped back around to where all the complaints I had about part one ended up not being a complaint anymore. Like, I didn't like the Russia stuff. Uh, there are certain characters that I, I I wish were treated better. Like, Will, in particular, I felt 
Like for the last like four seasons, even I felt like he hasn't been given much to work with. And part two of this last season, I feel like they really did good by that character. The only character that I I wish they did more with was Mike, who is placed as the main character, but doesn't really do much to make me like care about him as a main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like aside from that, like the part two I thought was good. The production, the uh, the climax, which I know we'll talk about in spoilers, but the way everything kind of culminates mm-hmm. in the climactic moment, I think is really cool. And yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. Kevin, what do you think? Um, I really enjoyed this this whole season. I really enjoyed the way they ended stuff. Um, I I guess like the very very end, I kind of have not issues, but like. I feel like it didn't it didn't hit as hard as I wanted it to, but like I I thought I I really liked the length of all the episodes. Like I mm-hmm. it was nearly four hours is a lot to commit to on a Friday you know evening, uh, but like I was so committed and like I I enjoyed every minute of it and just sitting there with my blanket on on my sofa just having a great time like I'm all about that like it was the same thing when when episode 1 ended I was like oof like I I kind of the same thing that I thought last week where it was like or last was part 1 where I was like uh really wish there was a week from now like it was coming out a week from now um just so that I have time to like talk and kind of take in everything right. that has happened would be mm-hmm. like I thought that would be cool but um, it was also a relief to be like, fucking skip the intro. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. Let's get a conclusion that like that. That was really good. Uh, a really solid season and some really phenomenal acting. Uh, I agree. I really, really, really enjoyed this season. In fact, I think this season was much stronger overall than the last couple seasons. Um, I, I liked the season. I liked season three. I liked all the stuff in the mall and I liked the introduction of the new characters uh, with Max and uh, and uh, with um, uh, Ed, uh What's her Maya Hawk? Ah, Is that on her name? Robin. Robin. Thank you. Oh, Robin. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about season three. They were introduced there, uh, and then of yeah. course having Eddie. But I, but I just feel overall that this story is now sort of starting to we're we're starting to see the 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 culmination of what the Duffer Brothers have been trying to do with with Stranger Things because originally they had talked about like hey we we have a certain thing we want to do we think we can get it done in four seasons but. Thankfully, they they didn't feel stressed to to pile all that in there. It was originally um, said three, right? Three was it supposed to be three? Well, now it's supposed I think to be five, so. which is great, well, and I'm all in for it. I think um, it was three, and then they said five. Right, so like the, they've only deviated from the plan once, I believe. And I think that's great. And you can tell they have a plan. Uh, but I'm with you guys here too. Where I think I just like the setup for a lot of these mystery stories. I like the I like them investigating. I like them trying to figure out and and. And you know, what's going on and suss out what's going on a lot better than I think uh, some of the w- some of the culmination of what that story was. So so when we hit the climax, I was a little bored. I was like, we could have probably sped this up. And I think a lot of that is we just have all these great characters that you want to see do something. Um, mm-hmm. But then you end up with some of these characters falling by the wayside like Will and, and like Mike, to your point. Um, I think that they don't they just don't have much to do. When you have all these other characters that I think are a little bit more interesting because we've sort of seen Mike and Will's journey with with season one and season two. Um, but hopefully they'll all come back and uh, and won't be 30 years old by season five, because I'll tell you what right now, Will, Mike, looking, look, they're kind of getting there. Like, you guys are college yeah. kids now at this point. Yeah. Uh, which is nice, but I really enjoyed this season. I think it's definitely worth watching. Um, if you're like Tim and you've never seen a bit of Stranger Things, I'm so jealous. Has Tim never seen Stranger Things? He has not. He's not. What's he doing? I don't know. And I and, and I've only been able to influence Tim positively in three situations. All right, 
One was, was, was when he was a little kid, I was like, go into online media. You're going to love it, kid. And he was, he doesn't remember that, but he will one day. He'll remember me. It's going to be crazy, like a time travel thing like Miss Marvel. Uh, spoilers for Ms. Marvel. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Two. I'm not saying that. Why are you the way you are? Two. Why? <laughs> <laughs> two, I was like, Tim, you got to watch Top Gun. You're going to love Top Gun. And he fought me on that. He was like, I don't want Top Gun. I don't want that bottle. I was like, put the bottle in your mouth. And I gave him the bottle that was at 14 times. Now he loves Top that, Gun. That did happen. I was there for that. And then three, definitely Shrek. He should watch Shrek. But after that, he, for sure. Wait, called. no, Tim Tim hasn't seen Shrek. He's never seen Shrek. It's one of his claim to fame. This is the person that you let lead this company. That is Tim. That's He's never wild. Seen Shrek. I know. Like, I knew He's he hadn't seen Eight Mile, which already is crazy. But to not see Shrek. Well, eight eight Mile is really crazy. Do you get it? Like, cause that's insane. Yeah, because to he's me. so he's so he loves that so much that he's like, I don't want it, the experience ruined of of uh, uh, Eminem, right? Isn't he a huge Eminem fan? I understand that. It's why Cool Greg hasn't read like the last book in the Harry Potter franchise because he he's yeah. like, I just don't want. I don't want it to end. I don't, it's too much emotion built up into it. But I digress. Coming back to Stranger Things. Uh, final thoughts before I go into spoil spoiler free. Should people watch this season? Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, I think I, I'd honestly say this was the best season of Stranger Things. Kevin? Uh, I don't know if it was the best. I, it might be the best season. It's definitely in contention in my eyes for the best season. And I, I think that, yes, like you should watch all of Stranger Things. And it's, it's so far, they're like, they're doing real well. I hope they can stick the landing with the next season. So yeah. I agree. I agree. All right, everyone. Tap of the hat. We're going into full spoilers right now. Holy shit, can you believe everyone died? No, Crazy. I'm, I'm just joking around. <laughs> I mean, um, I can't believe, like, some people died. You know, like, uh, the, well, the fact we that... Talk, we're, we're in spoilers now. So yeah, we I mean, Ed, Eddie names. dying. Right? Eddie dying was, was wild. Pretty me. wild. That was sad. Uh, I, I think... Go ahead. I was going to say, one thing about the season that was a little upsetting to me is, like, I kind of felt like it was a little predictable in the sense that, like... When uh, part one ended, everyone was speculating, like, someone's going to die. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Eddie's going to die. And if it's not Eddie, I think that the little redheaded girl, Max, like, she might be in danger. Mm -hmm. And, like, nail on the head on, on both those kids, you know? I think, well, Max isn't dead yet. And that's that's a question I have. Uh, well, I mean, is she, though? Because, like, the upside-down portal opened when she died, right? And then... It's clear that uh, Eleven revives her, right? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then... For sure she died. The end of the episode, she, the portal opens back up. Yeah. So did she die? My and prediction. that's why. My prediction is... Well, because remember they told... They said we have to have four deaths, four portals. It opens right. up the cross, right. whatever, which, which... So like basically the four deaths opened up the massive gap, which is crazy that it mm -hmm. actually did. Um, and then Max was supposed to die. Elle brought her back... My question is, I think she's going to come back, but who is she going to come back as? Because this, is I think she's coming back as Vecna. I think she's coming. I think she's going to be the bad, the, the, the antagonist oh, of season five. That's my I prediction. I could see that. I could see that. that because sense. Vecna doesn't have a, he doesn't have a human form on this side yet. And theoretically, I guess he could just come through in the, in the crazy yeah. long arm I mean, body. His, his, his human form is that deformed. Right. But I think man. it would be cool. I guess, like, yeah, because the Demigorgon can come over. So I guess theoretically the people from Upside Down can come over. But yeah, or the, the creatures can. But I think it would be so cool to let that actress, to let Max be the bad guy yeah. for a while. Get possessed. Yeah, I That'd think be that sick. would be so cool. And have to fight L because they were like best friends. How cool would that be? 
Anyway, Duffer Brothers, you get that one for free. But I swear to God, if you use it, uh-huh. I want at least a five dollars Starbucks. So card. just just to be clear, when you say you get that one for <laughs> free, one you don't mean it. Yeah, you you just Starbucks. don't mean it at all. Oh, for free. I want okay. I want one Starbucks, and you guys have to listen to my Star Wars fanfic. That's what I want. That's what you guys oh, have listened to me for it's thirty minutes, it. and I want to tell you how it. I would have done the prequels. I would tell you how I would have done the prequels. Um, the, the usage of running up that hill. In the final episode, so mm. cool. I mean, like some maybe some of my best usage of music in a TV show period, just uh, from the way that they build it up through part one of the season and have that be Max's favorite song and have that be the thing to save her, and then the way they build that into the soundtrack. Like maybe maybe one of my favorite moments in a TV show period is the the all the parallel actions happening mm-hmm. of Lucas versus the, the jock right L versus uh, uh, Vecna uh, with uh, the kids at the restaurant with like L uh, in the ice tub or whatever like trying mm-hmm. to keep her keep her good all that shit happening at the same time in the buildup of running up that hill mm-hmm. fucking exquisite yeah incredible I it was incredibly well done um, I I you know getting all these characters corralling all these characters in general is difficult because you have to give them each something equally if not you know kind of comparable as far as entertainment value to do i felt the one it started getting a little thin um when hopper had to kill the demigorgon and they were like if we kill this these two things it's really gonna hurt back and i was like how is it gonna hurt okay yeah i I think that that and the like what those kids getting choked out for like 30 minutes which kids getting choked out uh, the teens, Steve, like, uh, Steve. Oh Nancy. yeah, 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 against the wall. Uh, and Robin well, he was just holding him there. I don't think he was trying to kill him. I think he was just. No, I mean, it, like cool I, I think it was like they, they cut were to slowly. them being choked. They very like several times. I think what what was going on is like the time for them wasn't equal to the the time yeah. for other people. I think that was just editing yeah. of like, yo, yeah. we need yeah. to prolong this because the other bits of action are taking a while, and these we don't have anything else for these kids to do aside from getting choked. But yeah, I definitely feel that. And every time I come back to them, I was like, are they good? <laughs> like, these kids should be purple in the face by now. Right? Crazy. They but should be if... very dead at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but to just, just to take a step back, to go over how this plan needed to happen, right? They had to create a distraction over at Eddie's place in the Upside Down. Um, and just, you want to talk about music? Did you, you guys see that Master of Puppets hit, like, number one on Spotify? And I'll tell yeah. you why. Dude, Running Up the Hill did like the same nine thing. nine times. Oh, yeah, I listened, I've listened to those two songs, like, like, but she, like have you, on loop. Have you seen all the TikTok videos of, like, uh, Master of Puppets, like, came out right before, like, two weeks in, like, in the world? It would have come out two weeks before this event or something, maybe like a month before. Oh, that's that's wild. Incredible. And so it's like awesome. everyone's like, Eddie's a fucking genius. Like yeah, somehow he out. learned all. Yeah, he like without <laughs> the internet, he was able to figure out all the like musical shit, like all the notes and fucking just nail it. <laughs> Man. That, Kate Bush uh, apparently won a, a Guinness World Record, too, for like uh number one hit like achieved like the long longest, the longest time between number one hits i think yeah yeah good, i mean wild. good for her man it's one of those things where i took a, i took out on the chin last week i was like i've never heard of the song yada yada and everyone in the comments or not last week excuse me last step for part one and everyone's like what are you crazy every the song's awesome I'm like never heard of kate bush still i've listened never to her other songs no idea who this person is but kudos to her because that running up a hill song is the jam metallica on the other hand i have heard master of puppets and when he started playing that i was like I was Incredible. like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, ah. But um, what a cool way to get those planes of action going, right? So, they, so one team has to sneak through, and then the other team has to go to the the mansion or that house on our side in Hawkins, and mm-hmm. 
and and go through and create that and find Vecna, hold him there, use Max as the bait while the other team goes in and sneaks in while I, while he's like unconscious and kill him. What a fucking awesome I, idea. I think that's really cool. I just think that the execution wasn't perfect with uh you like having it just it like I wish that they were like sitting and waiting and had just sprang up to to go get Vecna at the last minute instead yeah. of them just being choked on a wall for like 30 minutes. Uh, it just they needed to create that tension. Yeah, I, yeah, but like they did a bad job, and like the moment once the tension was like brought up to everyone and was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, like everyone's gonna die," and like it, then it cut to everyone like them being choked, the Demi Gorgon running around like about to kill Hopper, uh, and Eleven, uh, I don't know, getting knocked out or something. Yeah, fighting Vecna. Yeah, oh, fighting Vecna. That's what it was. Whoa. Yeah, um, like uh, that meant something but it just i feel like them cutting back to these people being choked for like it must have been like 30 minutes it made me feel minutes. like either these people are either fully dead or right. like they're like there's no consequence there's no real stakes for them because like they're i guess safe you know See, i liked it because i did i did feel the stakes like during that moment i was like somebody's gonna die like one or two people might not make it out and I, I, there's a certain point where you could guess that it was Eddie because Eddie was yeah. pretty much running towards his death. Well, he, he was wasn't in that. He wasn't in that group, right? Yeah, he no, was he's like just saying in general, like in that. general, like between the okay. different planes, right? Like he's running. He was running toward all like the flying bird creatures, and Dustin's right. like yeah, running yeah, after yeah. him. And it was like pretty obvious at that point where, that he wasn't making it out. But even even Lucas, I I thought he was gonna die fighting against the Jock. Just because the jock had a gun, the jo- and I, I, I could see them making the choice of, oh, the least, the least likely uh, cause of death would be another human, as opposed to all this demonic mm-hmm. shit going on. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, let's have the jock take out Lucas and have that be a, a, a whole big thing. Uh, I'm glad they didn't go that direction, but I did, I did feel those stakes throughout for at least some of them. Like I, I, I kind of agree in terms of the three teenagers getting choked out that I didn't really feel the stakes there as much because it was pretty you you could see that they were going to get out but for other stuff going on i was like oh shit somebody's not some somebody's not going to live here somebody also needs to teach nancy to shoot people in the head have we learned nothing from infinity war shoot him in the head nancy with the sawed off i love that she got the sawed off shotgun by the way everyone else got it steve got an axe and she she gets a sawed off which is badass i loved when they were like sawing it off they're like i'm pretty sure this is a felony yeah <laughs> which it yeah. is um i yeah all that stuff i would say dragged just a little bit and i think the, the more the disappointing thing for me um for this or one of the only really disappointing thing for this whole season again i loved it so i absolutely watch it again was i just feel like the the cast with mike and will um and uh the older brother whose character i can't remember his name um and Jonathan. argyle are yeah jonathan i just feel like they did not give them anything really fun to do the entire season and don't get me wrong running around in the in the tartuga brothers uh pizza van was was hilarious and the guy with the long hair i think his name is argyle uh yeah. his character name yeah. is I, I believe that's incredible. right and i love when he, he goes great. to the other surfer boy pizza place they have this sort of weird hidden code of stoner bro culture yeah, where he's yeah. like let me just do it guys okay and they give him they give him weed and he just leaves um but them sitting around and like like holding Elle's hand as she goes in and actually does all the stuff we want to see the hero do. I felt like that that was that fell a little short for me. And and candidly, I think the Mike and Elle relationship, I just don't think they have the best of chemistry as far as those two actors are concerned. I mean, Mike doesn't have give... chemistry with anybody. No. Like, that's my just... issue with Mike is that in in the episode, they even uh, will pretty much even says, hey, you're the heart of the show. 
right? Like when he shows him the painting and like circles him and he's right. like, you're the heart of the group or whatever. And the show tries to pitch him as being the, like right. the, the, the centerpiece of, oh, he's the main character. He's the guy that that's the leader. He's the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And he has the least heart out of any of the characters. Right. I think a lot, a lot of that is like writing. I, would, I don't put that on performance necessarily, but like I look at Dustin and I'm like, Dustin's the heart, right? Or, like Dustin's Lucas the is heart. the heart. And like, even right. in the last episode when Will goes on the monologue of like speaking, to Mike about what L thinks about him, and really, it's what Will thinks about. At least that's what uh, you're that's supposed what to. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like he like turns, and you can kind of see him tearing up and crying. Mm-hmm. Even that, I was like, okay, finally, they're giving Will something to do, and I feel this. I never, I've never had that moment with Mike this season. Well, it's weird because the prior seasons, Mike and Will have sort of been like interchangeable. I mean, Jesus, they had to have their yeah. haircut totally different, so you didn't confuse who was talking at any given point with the two. But I did think that Will story just had more heart to it. I mean, it had it, the, the, the characters that I always vibe more with and the ones that I'm most interested in, the ones that have the most potential for growth. That's why I think we all liked Eddie, right? Eddie kind of started off as a loser. Um, he was, you know, he's a, a not a miscreant, but like, um, yeah, he kind of cast aside. He's one of the Hellfire Club. He's a dork. He doesn't really fit in. Everyone kind of thinks he's a freak. Um, and he's had to, you know, he doesn't come from a great background. He has to sell drugs and he's been labeled a, ma- a murderer and hunted down. And then, of course, just has to prove to himself that, he can be a hero for once in his life. And that's a very, very compelling thing. And I thought that was very, very heartfelt when he, when he was like, I didn't run this time. And mm. Dustin's like, yeah, mm. which is good. I'm cheering up right now. But when it comes to the Will and Mike stuff, we didn't get anything close to that except for that moment where Jonathan pulls him aside and like, you know, I'm going to love you no matter what, which I thought was like, that was really sweet. That was good. Mm. Yeah. And that's like, like, that's another thing. Like, I think the part two did such a good job of giving the characters that just didn't have shit to do in part one, like, at, at least a little bit more to do. Cause Jonathan, I wasn't digging in, in part one of the season. And Jonathan's a, another character who should be, I think one of the main focuses, at least like as far as the, how the, the older teenager characters are, right? Like he's one of the main ones and the part one totally turned him into a stoner and put him alongside Argyle. Yeah, which, right. Like it's fine if they want to do that, but I still want, some more for this character to do and it wasn't until uh the finale of the season where he is having that moment with will where i'm like okay thank god like he's an actual character now um but i still fear for like next season is he still gonna be a stoner are they gonna give him more to do or is he gonna revert yeah i mean he he has like an upsetting ending right where he still lies to nancy right about like oh yeah they both lie to each other right i think oh he lies that's right he lies about the acceptance but but he's like are we okay she's like yeah we're great but really she's kind of going back to steve and he's moving i don't like that shit either I, I, I do that. because that's reality, right? You're living a few states apart. You're going to different colleges. He wants to be closer to home for his brother because of all the trauma they've been through. And I totally I understand that. You just want these two high schoolers to have the communication abilities to be like, hey, we've moved on. This is We're just moving on to a different phase of our life, and we're still friends, but we're just I, not in love with each other anymore. It's the same with Mike and Elle, right? Where I didn't buy that. He's like, I love you. I'm like, do you? You didn't, I don't know. You don't really talk to her anymore. It's kind of weird. Um, I, I, I get the feeling that, well, no, I think that with, um, oh, God, what's this kid's name? Uh, Will's, no, not Will's Jonathan. brother. Will's, John, yeah, Argyle. with Jonathan. No, with Jonathan. Mike. Um, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve Harrington. Well, uh, I feel like, uh, Hopper coming back is going to be a huge thing that's going to make him like no longer feel like he has to like protect and stick around. Like I'm, I'm curious and like, I, I'm kind of bummed that it didn't go more with the like aspect of like hey i have like i can't go to college i have to stay here and protect my family 
uh, kind of story, and it like they didn't. I don't. I don't feel like we got too much time to explore what was going on with him, and that's kind of a bummer because like I feel like that there's a pretty cool story that that could be told there. And I think that we're gonna hit that in season five. But before we mm. talk about that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a word from our sponsors. I love that sound. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and I know the Kind of Funny store at kindoffunny.com slash store uses Shopify to sell all our merch, including all those cool Portillo shirts you guys have been so great about supporting with. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. Shopify.com slash kf games no one likes waiting on a paycheck especially when you've got bills due good thing there's chime now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit that's up to two more days to save pay bills and generally just feel good about your money situation but chime is more than just about getting paid early it's also an award-winning mobile app checking account debit card and optional savings account so what are you waiting for Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com slash kfgames. That's chime.com slash kfgames. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancor Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer. And I'm with you. I think that's I think that's fascinating. Right? I think that I think they do a good job of having all the interpersonal relationships with these kids be kind of the heart of the story and be fun, more mm-hmm. fun to watch than. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the demonic presence of Vecna in the Upside Down world is cool, but it's like I would I I'm just more fascinated by people moving on with their lives and growing as 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 humans, right? And I think you we mm-hmm. saw a lot of growth with L here. Um, I don't buy that she's. I mean, the Michael the Mike L story. I I I. I it was an interesting resolution where he's like, I do love you. I'm like, do you? I don't know. That felt weird. Yeah. But with Jonathan, you could definitely see kids, that he's yeah. that's true. With Jonathan, yeah. you could definitely tell it. I could see him just being like, Listen, Nancy, I'm just I just want to stay in on the West Coast and or wherever they were, Arizona. Where were they? Um <laughs> I forget. I always think everything's California if it looks like the desert. Um I could see him staying out there and just wanting to go to college out there and just living that life and they just move on and that's okay. But that's a story that I definitely want to see because I'm I'm invested in him and Nancy. Um similarly how i was invested and they did a great job what an endearing moment with lucas where he asks her via the letter to go to a movie with him on friday oh, and God. she's like and she like right she just draws the picture she can't die the because they need to go to that movie dude i fucking how felt that. heartbreaking was that i like i i'm with you that i really do like the interpersonal relationships with the characters and i mm-hmm. i i get a little bit fearful about how that stuff develops based on it being stretched out because I, I feel like that might be some of the problem that I have with Mike and Will or not Mike and Will, Mike and L. The mm-hmm. fact that in the early seasons, I felt that because it was genuine and they're young and like mm-hmm. they just met and like you can kind of see 
him crushing on her and that relationship develop because he is taking care of her and he's taking care of him. Right now, I'm like, these two barely know each other. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's just like, you know, time separating them. Same thing with Nancy and both, actually both Nancy and Jonathan and Nancy and Steve. Like the by this is this is the umpteenth time I've seen Nancy and Steve flirt in a season. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Are y'all like, are you guys gonna do it or not? Like, are you gonna break up with Jonathan I, or not? Because, like, you I guys thought, don't care I hate about it. Each other. I hate it so much. Every time I, they flirt, I'm like, these kids need to stop this shit right now. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe by, by the end of the, the show, um, by the end of the next season, maybe nobody's like romantically involved with anybody else because I don't. I'm starting to not believe the any of the romances anymore. Like it all feels mm. a little bit old. Like even like as far as new romances that you'd introduce or like mm -hmm. uh, things that would freshen it up. Will and Mike it seems like on the table, but Mike doesn't seem into Will whatsoever. So oh, I don't right, think that's on yeah. the table. And then you know Robin and the girl that Robin's into. I'm sure that's gonna be maybe explored next season. But right. uh, I wish there was a little bit more in terms of actual chemistry and actual like, like Lucas and Max have that. But, you know, you're not going to see that much next season, aside from probably Lucas really caring for Max while she's unconscious or right. possessed or whatever. And maybe by season finale, you see that come to fruition. But I, I wish there was more more there overall uh, between the, the back and forths. I think, yeah, I think the Robin relationship with that girl, I think those two have good chemistry. I do. It's interesting because you can see sort of where the Duffer Brothers drew inspiration from. And and I'm 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 looking for this actress's name or the character's name, and if you guys have it, uh, let me know. Is it the but, girl that Robin's into? Yeah, because they made her look so much like Molly Ringwald. Yes. It, it's, yeah. It's it's, it's 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 like almost distracting. Where I'm like, wow, these guys really wanted this character to look Molly Ringwald. But but Robin's character Vicky, already kind of is it Vicky? Robin's character already kind of looks like Molly Ringwald. So they have the same problem sort of at the end that they had with Will and Mike in the first couple seasons where oh, I was like, no. these two yeah. actors look so alike and are says it's so the same vibe that it's kind of tripped me out a little bit. To me, it's really wild how, how much Robin looks like her mother, like Uma Thurman. Like they are it's crazy how much like, she sounds like her. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Close your eyes. You're like, my God, it's, she sounds it's like, like Uma she's Thurman, talking. So yeah. Cool. Um, uh, it's just. It, she's such a phenomenal actor though like every she's right like the way she looks at nancy so many times mm -hmm. like that you know that unrequited love that's not going to get responded do you think do you think she's great. into nancy uh, i oh, think yeah. she's into nancy because nancy's a badass like i don't think she's yeah. actually into nancy like just, uh, we got, in part there. yeah we in part one we got her like looking through all her shit in her house um and like the relationship like keeps growing but there's there's like m so many moments where you look over and Robin's like, like you know, eyes wide open, jaw dropped down, just being like Nancy's the coolest, yeah. and um, like that is some that was really one of my solid one of my earlier predictions uh, during part one was that Nancy and Robin would end up together, just because I, I I think it'd be such a great fake out to have it be that for four seasons straight it is Nancy and Jonathan, Nancy and and uh, Steve. Steve, and that right. that back and forth, and then at the end it is uh, uh, Robin who ends up like rising victorious. I think that'd be such a, a, a great turn. But yeah, like I do I do like uh Vicky as well. Like Vicky, I, I, I think it the the turn from her being with her I forget if, if he was her boyfriend or her boyfriend, ex. yeah. Yeah, and it oh, seemed like they had an argument toward the end, right? Yeah, it looks like maybe it was going to X because like they, they had some fight because some he had gone out of town yeah. or something and he like, was upset the, that the town like caught on fire. Yeah, the scene towards the end. Out. The scene towards the end where Vicky is like stumbling over her words and, and like mm -hmm. is like kind of like rushed in her sentence. You can tell that she's a little bit flustered because she's trying to talk to Robin. Right. I, I love that shit. Like I See, want more I, of that shit. 
Yeah, I think they did a really smart move in, in season three with Robin's character where Steve was crushing on her and she just was like, listen, I'm just not into that. And I think I love that, right? Because mm-hmm. we've seen this story so many times, in, especially when we're drawing from a lot of the inspiration of 80s movies, which were pretty cut and dry, right? If there was a, if there was a boy and a girl, they were going to fall in love by the end of the movie. And so I like that they kind of twist our expectations that a little bit and push it into a you know slightly slightly different world. And we just get to know Robin. And I love... And I've said this before, but I love whenever we have a, a female and a male on screen and they can just be friends. And yeah. I think that's just such a nice relation. It's a refreshing relationship to see because the expectation from me from 42 years of watching just the classic Coke formula of, of movies and TV is that Steve's got great hair. Robin's cute. They're going to hook up. But at this point, I actually really just like their relationship more as friends. I love how supportive he is of her, where he's like, you got to, you kind of pushing her out of her comfort zone, pushing her over to ask Vicky out, like all these things. I think that's great. I love that she could be his confidant with Nancy, where she's like, come on, dude, you still, you clearly still love her. There's still something there. I think that's super, super cool. And I'm curious to see if they're going to develop that relationship with Mike and Will on the side because Will's still grappling sort of with his feelings um, in, in to that degree as well. Um, and, of course, he's got Jonathan there, which is going to be cool to see. I want to quickly, before we, we go, touch on uh, at the first episode because we talked a lot about the, the climax, but I want to talk about Papa. And I want to talk about Matthew Modine's mm. death and sort of like letting go of Elle finally. God. And, I lo- and I don't know if you guys got this or not. But there was, for whatever reason, massive Empire Strikes Back, uh, Strikes Back vibes oh, in yeah. this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like, you're oh, not absolutely. ready. And she goes, I have to go save my friends. And I was like, ah, these Duffer brothers. This whole season, I feel like, it has some Empire Strikes Back vibes, especially oh, towards absolutely. the end where they yep. went 1,000% lost and everything's devastated. And they're teeing up for hopefully a redemption next season. But yeah, like when you look, even like... I feel like when you look through the characters, there there are certain analogs of like, oh yeah, no, you're this person from from Empire Strikes Back, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel well, I mean, like Vecna, I, Vader. I mean, oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I look at yeah. like even uh, like L literally uses the Force, <laughs> like she that does. is her power. Oh like, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. She has the yeah. Force, and like you know, she goes and she is taught by um uh what's what's the name? What's her? What's Papa? His oh, name? I, I guess I can just call him Jeez, Papa, right? Just like. Papa. I feel like Papa what? is basically a uh, Yoda kind of figure. No, it's the other guys, the Yoda, the, right? Yeah, the Paul Reiser like, would be Yoda. Like Paul, Paul Reiser. Oh yeah, because he was like, because yeah. he was like, Paul you're Reiser, not re- yeah. He was like, you're not ready. Like you're yeah. not ready yet to take yeah, on. Yeah, and Paul Reiser is like, it's like we don't have time for ready. We gotta go. Yeah, and I was, Yoda in Empire Strikes Back told the same thing to Luke, right? Like, yo, you're yeah. not ready to take you're on Vader, ready. and Luke is like, yo, I gotta go. I gotta go, and it ended up with people. Dying. dying not dying but being sacrificed by Han Solo and Carbonite he lost a hand it, it had dire I mean Ma- Max is basically in Carbonite so for that, that's that true huh? you're yeah, making some great points uh, just to clarify Matthew Wadeen's character is Martin Brenner Dr. Martin Brenner Martin but also Brenner. known as Papa there's a there was a theory I saw uh, it was either on TikTok or Twitter where um, it was somebody talking about how there's only 30 something stories that like ever get told and if you look yeah. look through like all the media you can, you can always find these same stories I wonder yeah. if this is one of those where it's like no, oh, yeah, this 100%. is fits. <laughs> this is one yeah. of those stories. Yeah, this yeah, is classic the hero's journey, right? Journey, yeah, that's sure. true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because I mean, Elle is, is, is I mean, if you look at it, they, they always talk about the original hero's journey, which was, you know, in the Bible, it was Jesus Christ's journey, right? That's what a lot of stories are emulated and or it emulated those stories. But uh, Elle obviously is a tragic character, right? She's been, look at her. Look at what she had to go through in this season just to, just to save the day. She had to be tortured. She had to be put in prison. She had to be betrayed by 
these people that care for her, even that last scene where where Paul Reiser's like, she's allowed to leave. I'm going to walk her out. And then mm-hmm. Matthew Modine's character is like, nope. Mm-hmm. Right? Needle in the neck. You got to go back in for one more time. And then, of course, the the general who, or the admiral, the general, whoever comes in in the military who's fucking That's awesome. That dude's crazy. Right? He's badass. I love that guy. It's um, too although, much, though. Like, it just seems unrealistic. I love it because it's so E.T. It's so, like, yeah. 80s. This guy's just this this omnipresent like, character that's always one step behind you. You gotta keep I, I do forward. feel like it's it's very ET, but like in a more like fucked up, dark, like the fact that in part one, there's FBI agents at the, the kid's house and then they walk in and shoot them all. Mm-hmm. Like that's brutal. Extremely brutal. And also like you know, like that is that realistic? Like no, but I feel like, like a, like a hit sometimes. team going and killing people. And well, I get it. Yeah, it like you're right. Real, it would be realistic is not if you really thought. The goal. Yeah, I mean, for sure. We're, we're in hyper-realism state right now because we're going to different planes of existence. But I think it would right. be realistic if you were a general and you were like, I'm in charge for the safety of the United States. And there's this rogue organization with this kid that's like can like go between planes and kill people with their brain. Like I got to go. I, was, I just listened to a podcast um, on Firestarter. Uh, I forget, mm. it's the I forget the name of it. It's the best movie never told. I can't remember. Until I have to shoot. It's, it's it's Steve Scarletta's podcast. But they were talking about that, and it's like, but that that again, you want to talk about aping something straight from the '80s? This is Firestarter. This is a character, a, a group yeah. of people who like have these extra powers, these these uh, telepathy and like ability to like pyrokinesis and all that stuff. And then the government agencies like hunt them down one by one. It's just definitely definitely torn right out of that book. But of course, we all know that stuff. Um, anyway, I just thought. I thought Papa's death was a poignant death, and I I liked that it was echoed when she had to interrupt Vecna for a second when when she was trapped. She goes, "Papa's dead," and he he yeah. has that moment where you see him even through the makeup and all that stuff. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, "It hit him for a second." Yeah, it was good. I like I like that a lot. And also, I I like the the scene in the desert where she's taking down the helicopter. That was cool. Yeah, where she's very goes, badass and it slams into the ground. That was yeah. cool. Uh, I like yeah, that stuff. I think that's another moment for me. It's like insane that like. All these lab techs are running out, just getting fucking obliterated by this dude in a helicopter. And then he's just got no problem being like, I'm going to put this child down. (laughs) But like, all right. Yeah, it it was dramatic. (laughs) It was dramatic. And I did enjoy it. I will say the one criticism I had of that was the entire time we were watching. I was watching with some family over uh, July 4th, the holiday weekend. And they were like, how long does it take to get up that set of stairs? Because the general was like, take the shot. I was like, why don't you just go it's one go up the stairs? <laughs> They're just right up there. But you have to fill nah, in. Uh, I mean, he's like facility. deep. Because he was in like a side holding room, right? Where they had uh, the, the other guy, the good guy. And you have to imagine they were all going out a secret exit. There wasn't so much secret because I'm sure they left all the doors open when they were running out. But like we saw, like, I was that the same facility? No, it was a different facility. But like it was a it was a back door. Like you you got and like remember it's like a tunnel that goes down super far. Right, right, right. right. When they go in this elevator. Anyway, I I thought that scene was fun. I, I love the kids finally got there. I like the the Mike and Elsie each other. I thought was pretty poignant. Um, but yeah, I had one other point to make, but I think it's gone. Well, we can wrap it up here, guys. I think this was uh yeah. Final thoughts on Stranger Things, season four, part two. What do we think? Any any final thoughts? I had a blast. Uh, 
Like I, I again, I really enjoyed a, a lot of the production elements. The the soundtrack knocked out of the park. The visuals, which we talked a lot about during part one, but I think they still they again knocked it out of the park park again in part two in terms of how the upside down looks when you get toward the end and you see the convergence of the upside down in the real world and how everything just looks fucked up i i really like the visual of that and i think it's going to lead into what is hopefully an exciting season five you know i get a little bit nervous because i kind of i i like hawkins when the general public is somewhat ignorant yeah Yeah. like i think that's a cool and like the kids are the only ones that really know and so it adds that tension of like yo we got to save the world because nobody else will in a hawkins where okay yeah everybody can see the fact that like hell is rising on onto earth Mm -hmm. i wonder how that's going to change things i still hope that there is this like energy of oh it's only us that can save the day and like kids let's do it i hope they i hope they keep that um but yeah like i really uh, enjoyed the season i think the the last two episodes free made the whole thing worth it like again i liked part one but i did have my complaints with it but um now that we're at the end of, of part two and uh hopper has and the, and the adult crew is like back in hawkins mm-hmm. uh, with the kids that excites me the most because i didn't love the russia stuff and i think that's mainly because they were so sep- separated the whole time i wanted more interaction between hopper and l and and uh, uh the other the other folks um now that we're here i'm really excited to see where they where they take that and yeah like i i guess we, we probably give scores right for me this season I, I wish we did 0.5s and we don't do 0.5s. I'll give it a 5 out of 5. I was going to say 4.5, wow. but you know what? I'll give it a 5 out of 5. I had a, a fantastic time this season. Kevin, final thoughts? Uh, I'm I'm with uh, Bless, I think, 100%. Uh, I think this season was really good. I think that... Uh, well, I guess I'm probably a little hotter on it than he is. I, like, I'm blown away. Like, when I originally heard the length of these episodes, I was like, <laughs> so that's a lot to commit to. But uh, in, like, retrospect, I'm kind of blown away with uh, just, like, this is, it all worked really well. Um, Mm -hmm. And I did binge, like, both of the parts when they came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Solid five out of five for me. I really hope that they can keep this up. Uh, And completing a story is typically, I think, the the, the most difficult part of, of telling a story. So good luck. Good luck, Duffer Brothers. I'm gonna. I'll agree with you guys across the board, except for the score. I'll reserve my score for after my thoughts. Uh, I, it's funny because I was like, "Oh, it'll be so interesting in season five to, to see Jonathan go back to us and talk about." Then I got to do that. They're gonna be in Hawkins the entire time. I forgot about the massive devil portal that's opening up in the middle of the town that they have to deal with now. And I love that final image of her walking throughout the the, the flowers as they're like they've lost all their color and all their life. Thought that was really super cool. Um, I loved this season. I love Stranger Things in general. Everyone should absolutely watch this. I'm gonna dock it one star just that all of our average when it goes to the to the the Netflix queue can be four and a half stars because I would give it four and a half stars if we do the half star. Uh, only because I feel like they've just got too many characters to deal with in a compelling way, and I don't want any of them to die. But it's just now we've got like 30 characters in this thing, especially with Hopper and Winona Ryder coming back. So I'm curious to see how they're going to juggle all that stuff. And I think they had a little bit of problem juggling it here. I didn't mind the length at all. I love I love the the the, the visuals in this. I love the world they've created. And I love all these characters. This thing could have been probably two, three more hours longer. I would have I would have eaten it all up. Um, but I do. It did start to wear a little thin here with some of the characters. So I'd give it a four out of five. And I loved every second of it. Ladies and gentlemen, folks watching, let us know what you thought about Stranger Things Season 4. How many stars would you give it? Do you recommend it to a friend? Who's your favorite character? Who's your least favorite character? And what is your astrological sign?
inquiring minds want to know. Of course, if you love this podcast, please share it with a friend. Uh, let everyone know that we're doing all sorts of cool stuff over on Kind of Funny, including in review, where we will review next week. We'll finish our, actually this week, I'm sorry, we will finish our Thor Ragnar, uh, Thor in review uh, with Thor Love and Thunder, which is going to be super cool. Uh, and then we're moving on to all sorts of other cool stuff. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.